This is the 919 Beer Podcast, part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts for the 919 Beer Podcast, Joe Ovius, Adam Eshbaugh, and Wayne Holt. It's the 919 Beer Podcast, Joe Ovius from 99.9 The Fan. The guy in the middle is Adam Eshbaugh, and the guy over there on the right is Wayne Holt from 919 Beer. Uh, it, look, Adam, if you got to get up and get another beer, by all means, I mean, you could great, do that. Great. You could do, you actually could do that in the middle of the, of a live podcast recording here on the 919 Good to podcast. know I have, good to know we have that flexibility written in the contract. <laughs> you, have, you have options, uh, on this. So we're actually doing this on, if it sounds a little bit different, if you're listening in the podcast form, if it sounds a little different, it's because we're doing this on Facebook live and on Periscope today. Figured we'd change things up since we're all still technically stay at home in phase one. Although we are going to be entering into phase two in North Carolina as of Friday, five o'clock. Now, here's the thing. I don't know about you guys, but phase two seems more like phase 1.5. And there's a lot of confusion uh, as it relates to what is going on with breweries. Part of phase two, phase two Restaurants can open up at a 50% capacity. A place like, I'll use Trophy on Morgan Street, the pizza place, as an example of what I'm talking about. If they decided to, they can open up at 50% capacity and do their thing. Although it looks like they've announced that they're going to wait a little bit to make that happen. But another brew pub of sorts that serves food, it's more of a restaurant, will be able to open up their doors at 50% capacity. Except that, again, I'll use Trophy an example, or Adam, you with Mason Jar, uh, you can sure. open up the Mason Jar Tavern, uh, but you can't necessarily do that, or at least that seems to be the word right now. You can't do that with Mason Jar, the tap room, which uh, where I, I was there last week. And you were on a conference call with the NC Brewers Guild, and it seems as though there's uh, there's a lot of confusion, even within the guild, as to what is allowed and what isn't, what's a bar, what's a nightclub, what isn't, what are breweries and their tap rooms that are production production facilities too. How does that all play in? So how was that conference call today? So I wish I had a little bit more clarification, but everybody's just kind of trying to figure this out. And, and you know, when things are written, uh, it, it's all in the verbiage and like there's questions about food trucks and mm-hmm. what what makes it a restaurant. Food is prepared there or food is served there. And there's a lot of a lot of questions right now that the guilds really uh, they're they're telling us they're adamantly telling us that they're really working hard. Uh, we were on a call with uh, Lisa and Rich from the guild, and then our attorney and um, our lobbyist, and they are mm-hmm. working through the evening. They plan on working early in the morning again tomorrow to try to get some answers and get this thing kind of turned around. So at least we have some, some kind of, uh, I mean, we all want to open, we all want to be able to, to do something right. uh, if, if restaurants can. Right. And, and so the, the main argument for m- many of us is that, uh, I mean, for me in particular, we've got a great outdoor space. We've got mm-hmm. lots of room that I've already got it planned out. We're going to put at least 10 feet between all tables. Uh, you're not, it's, it's you're not doing that thing that I saw going viral this week where uh, people go out with like inner tubes. Are there one? Yeah. They go out in the no. parking lot and that's like the social distance. We're like, all right, I'm having my beer. I put my beer on my inner tube and I'm socially distanced apart from somebody else sure. out in the parking lot. Great idea. I love that. And it was a Maryland. Uh, oh, well, a Maryland. okay. I okay. did that, I think. Uh, 
the difference there is if I would do that, it would have to be with suspenders and not uh, something on wheels. Um, (laughs) You know, you got to be able to move it in mulch and and, uh, crushed gravel and things like that. Right. But it's not that easy to do. Um, Yeah. But, you know, we were kind of thinking leading up to this thing several weeks ago, you know, when when the phases were originally announced and we found out where we kind of fit in that, we were thinking that our brewery actually had a better chance of opening before the restaurants because we had the outdoor space. Uh, we could safely spread out and and do a lot of touchless payment and disposable cups and 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 things like that for service, just for people who wanted to get out and and have some social time out of the house. Mm-hmm. And uh, which we all need until <laughs> until yesterday at five oh five p.m. We we still thought that was going to be a thing. We thought. Uh, we thought there was a lot of pressure going on politically, and I don't need to get into politics. That That's your job, Joe. No, uh, it's not. But, but context, <laughs> real quick. Hold on a second. Context, okay. <laughs> was The other day I was kind of going over all of our podcast stuff, and I was like, oh, let me see if anybody's updated a review on the 919 Beer podcast. And a guy gave us a star because we never talked beer, apparently. And uh, we, we, got into, we, got into, we got into political rants, which, I mean, hey, Beer is kind not, of political. Not we. Not we. No, me. The me. Host. The host. The host. Conspiracy theories, right? Yeah, yeah. I just want oh, to talk cons- about conspiracy that's theories. Right. Conspir- state that's right. of conspir- things. Yes, yes. The conspiracy theories. I forgot about the conspiracy theories. But, yeah. but did, you, did, you try to, did you try to look that guy up? No, I never did. Yeah, probably the same guy who thought Joe tells everybody how to run their business. That's 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 Wayne. That's Wayne. That's to see. That's Wayne. All the way over there. That's Wayne. Give it a quick Google search and let it go from there. (laughs) Anyway, as we were saying. Anyway, you know, we we thought there was going to be a a thing, and and it turns out yesterday when uh, the announcement was made, you know, we're the the biggest question now. You know, basically, it said bars and nightclubs can't open. Restaurants can at 50% capacity. So the question is, where do brewery tap rooms fit in there? Obviously, yeah. brew pubs have restaurants. They fit in into that. But the only difference between a brewery tap room and a brew pub is food that is prepared in a kitchen on site rather than most of us have food trucks in. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so what's the difference? What's the difference between a brewery and a bar, though? Liquor? Yeah. Besides that, I mean, liquor is not the issue here. COVID-19 is the issue. So playing devil's advocate here, Adam, what's the difference between I mean, that's a serious question because obviously, you know, for me to be able to walk up the street and go to uh, sidebar. I don't disagree with I don't disagree with the question. I I agree. I would like Uh, like for both of them to be open. I was hoping. right? (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. So so if the question is social distancing and spacing and 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 following new procedures why why so we're we're drawing the line between businesses that can or can't follow the procedures i think the nightclub argument is that there's dancing and there's music and things like that there's, which i can there's understand gr- there's grinding grind and, bumping and, and grinding and gyrations riding, riding that. the pony that. that's a little yeah. off the street for me right well <laughs> That's a different spot. Uh, yeah, Wayne. No, 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 no. That's that's your other podcast. We yes. don't. We don't talk about that one. That's anymore, Wayne's right? glitter nine one nine glitter podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. But no, we. I don't disagree. I, I think that you know. I mean, we can talk about the difference between a brewery and a bar, but 
I don't know. What's the difference between a restaurant and a bar? A restaurant with a bar and a bar. I, this is so food, so food makes us responsible. I don't. I don't know. No. The, my guess is. First of all. Hmm. First of all, I mean, you can. Someone can stand over you and cut your hair with a mask on, but you can't have a beer in a place with a guy serving it or, or a person serving it with a mask on. Well, yeah, it's funny. I was going to say because I, I actually just. Uh, I actually just made a haircut appointment for the first time in two months. Um, I got a mullet kicking right now. Really? Is what it is. Although Kelly, Kelly, uh, Kelly called it false advertising. Oh, oh, right. you get that I mean, lacrosse she's not, she's she's not, at all. I mean, she's obviously not wrong. I mean, let me look at this. I mean, it's brutal, right? It's yeah, it's yeah, it's not good. It's not good. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I just made an appointment to go get a haircut. Uh, on Tuesday, and they had all the procedures for the place that I'm going to. Shout out to Arrow, and you know I got they they want me to wear a mask. The person who will be cutting my hair will be wearing a mask. Um, so all the, the but you know when you go to a bar, how can you drink and wear a mask at the same time? I mean I know there was like this company that just put out a video where like you had like a little lever and like the N95 would open up. And you could take a sip or whatever, but I mean, come on, nobody's going to do that. So that's why you can go get a haircut and you can have somebody working on you because you're masked, they're masked. Okay. So here's my theory. Again, this is just a theory as to why bars and breweries do not count and restaurants do. And the, the easiest explanation I can come up with is tables. Simple as that, right? Tables. Even a place as cramped as my guy Dan Clues at Clues Coney Island in Mission Valley. I was actually there on Monday to go get some takeout for my younger son who had, had his birthday. He wanted clues for his birthday. Awesome. So, and uh, so I was talking to Dan for a little bit, and he is full speed ahead on opening up. And if you've ever been to Clues in Mission Valley, you will know that it's a very tight space. And he's going to do the alternating tables, right? But those tables are far enough apart that it adheres to the guidelines, right? If I go to a bar, how am I going to be able to social distance when a lot of the activity takes place at the bar itself? I don't trust people to be separated from bar stool to bar stool. People kind of hang over each other and things like that. I know, Adam, when we dropped by, when Kelly and I dropped by Mason Jar this past weekend, we uh, to pick up, uh, to re-up on some supplies, and because Kelly really wanted that peach tea shandy, which she absolutely loved. Um, right. Like your space would work because it's yeah. a lot of it is outdoors. You sure. have, you could convert your dart area into like yep. VIP club access, right? It's you could be like put, the family. If you come with kids, like that's going to be preferred right, right. for families, right? If you, if you wanted to, you could actually put picnic tables out in your gravel parking lot and it would yep. work out that way. The problem is not a lot of tap rooms can do that. Like I'll actually use your neighbors. I'll use Fainting Goat as a uh, as an example of this. They've been a guest on the podcast. How does Fainting Goat make that work? They don't have a lot of outdoor space. From they've their, got uh, they've got a, a decent outdoor patio. I'll tell you what. So here here's here's what's happening. I think there's going to be, and I'm not speaking for Fainting Goat. I'm uh, speculating. I'm speculating for for uh breweries in north carolina i think there's going to be a lot more um asking forgiveness than for permission um for things that's, like that's my motto for things like uh extension of premises 
because right now, give me a slap on the wrist if I can get some some revenue generated, right? So mm. that and and let's be honest, um, the slap on the wrist is really all it's going to be. If if we're going to be ad- adhering to these new rules, at least for however long it is, like we've got to be given some grace to accommodate folks, which means extending into some parking areas and 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 changing your configuration around a little bit to keep people safe. It's all from mm-hmm. the interest of safety. If you're going to have it roped off, I, I know that the the guild is working with um, NCABC uh, to. And Scott talked about this from Wiseman a little bit last week. We're working on um, uh, extending those extension of premises, um, uh, whatever we call them, um, rights. We get 12 a year, which is basically for an event a month, if you think about it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to have to be a little bit more than that. Because if I'm going to put picnic tables and, ta- and tents in my parking lot, even though I'm just thinking about doing a few, like, I need to have basically have an extension of premises for every day we're going to be open. Right. Okay. I can't, you know, so, but, but that's what, like, that's the benefit I've got for my space. Like I know I've got 23 sections outside that have already got marked off, Mm -hmm. measured, marked off, mapped out, ready to go whenever we're ready to open. So Joe, to answer your question about the bar, um, Bond brother was, was trying to be proactive yesterday afternoon prior to the five o'clock news conference of uh, Governor Cooper. And they sent out an email that had laid out everything they were planning on doing and how they wanted you to conduct yourself and the traffic flow. And so what they were doing, they were shutting the bar down completely. And they had traffic flow coming into the bar. There were gonna be three points at the bar where you would have a line. And when you came into the building, if you did not have a mask, they would arrange for you to have one. They recommended you bring your own, but if you approach the bar, all of their staff was going to have a mask. You were going to have a mask. You go in three lines, obviously more than six feet apart. The lines were marked off where you had to be six feet between the patrons. Uh, mm-hmm. And then outside, you know, Bond's got a pretty decent sized space, but then they've got the place under the big oak tree where they've got the mulch. So they were going to be able to spread out quite a bit. Uh, kind of like Adam, not as much as Adam. They don't have the parking lot that he does, but that was their plan. And then, of course, by five thirty, six o'clock, they're sending another email going, "Hey, we jumped the gun. We thought we would be just like I think all the breweries yeah. did." Adam, yeah, I, no, I think I think a lot of breweries yeah. were thrown off. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were every everything, all indications, including news outlets and yeah. you know emails people were getting from people were were saying that we were we were going to be going to be open and then it, the rug was swept out from under us i was actually talking to a friend uh the other night who was on facebook trying to prepare and stressing out and i said the words i used were i'll believe it when i see it i'll be prepared but i'll believe it when i see it because i'm not going down that path of working myself up and then being you know i mean i'm still frustrated I'm still disappointed because i want it obviously we want it we want our people back but yeah of course but I, I wasn't getting myself all amped up until it was official. Well, it's not official. So let's talk about something else that has to do with that. And, uh, you know, I was reading some articles today on TVJ and some other places about uh, some of the large restaurant groups um, not opening this weekend, not opening at all for another week or so. And uh, also on Facebook, saw uh, one specific friend who is in the bartending business 
who was having some serious anxiety over having to go back to work. So have you, if you open up your three restaurants, Adam, with uh, scratch and two mason jars and a brewery, have you got enough people to even staff it? Well, come to work and they're willing to come to work. Because that's one yeah. of the, I mean, you know, there's two conversations there. One, the fear of COVID and two, the, uh, yeah, I got a text. It just, yes, you got <laughs> That was loud, Wayne. Oh, can you hear that okay? Wait, wait, I know, I know you got the big text on your phone. He's got that, like, he's got that you general. Need, like, the, yeah, I was going to say, do you also need the super loud ding <laughs> to like, let you know? Like, what? Oh. Hey, what's that? Did somebody text me? I don't. I can't hear it. So anyway, so so you've got the people that are worried about COVID, and then you've got the other people that are making more money between yeah. their unemployment with the state and the federal six hundred dollars that don't want to come back. And I've seen a lot of Facebook about that. What? Where, where are you guys? Uh, yeah, that's what I man, that's quite a question. Uh, <laughs> there's Wayne. There's Wayne getting political again. Conspiracy. Theory. So I mean, no, it's not. No, you're right. You're right. No, I mean, there's there's a lot to, to unpack with that. So speaking generally, okay. Uh, Mason Jarrow, I'm going to generally. Many, many restaurants have, have applied for and received the payment protection program. With that, it stipulates you've got to have your number of employees uh, to pay be the same as it was when you when you stopped. So basically, essentially, you hire them back. Uh, no matter if they are, if you're open and they're working or not, um, with that means, you know, if if you're unemployed, that means you didn't get the PPP, right? If, does that make sense? So, mm -hmm. so if you deny coming back, you're essentially quitting your job, right? Uh, okay, so that means you you can't do that. Um, if you quit a job, you can't get unemployment benefits. That only comes with layoffs. So all that being said, um, we have been very fortunate to to be able to to keep retain staff and understand that this is for the good of the restaurants and ultimately them because we care about them. We want them to to, to maintain their employment and and we really appreciate all the work that they do. Um, and honestly, they've gotten to to I don't want to say treat it like a vacation because this has been a, the most stressful vacation of all time. Yeah, right. uh, I don't mean to say that, but but look, you're going to get some paychecks, get some rest, rest right. assured that you're at least bringing in some some income. Um, and when it's time to come back, you know, we opened up a couple weeks ago at, at all three locations for for carry out only uh, scratch seven days a week. But but both mason jars five days a week. Um, and it was kind of a volunteer, if you want to call it volunteer, everybody's getting paid. But mm -hmm. it's, it's uh, you know, who wants to come back, get a sense of normalcy. And overwhelmingly, um, the majority of our staff just just wanted to, to come back safely sure. with 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 these new, you know, new things in place. But but they were, you know, they were all excited to, to get back. Um, I'd like I'd like to think a lot of that is how hard we work at, to to have a good culture that people want to come to work, but I get what you're saying, man. I mean, these guys are are just like grocery workers and everybody else who's out there frontlining it with with some kind of customer service. Like you're putting yourself at risk of of becoming quote contaminated, and that's that's scary. 
Well, the, the other thing that you have to consider, and I was actually having a conversation with somebody about this the other day. Okay, I'm not, I mean, open, right? Like, let's go into phase two. If the numbers make sense, let's go ahead and, 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 and go forward with it. And I think that most of the public sentiment is, I mean, inherently, I think, let me, re let me reset. I think we focus too much on the fringe, okay? I think ultimately the majority of people are good natured that they understand what's at stake and they're going to do the things that are necessary to be good humans. Okay. And they'll wear a mask. They'll do the social distancing. They'll do the best they can. Um, and it's probably better to focus on, you know, the 80% of people who feel this way rather than the, uh, rather than the, the minority of people who do things essentially for attention. I mean, if I have to see one more video of somebody going to a supermarket and making a scene because they know it's going to get a lot of run on social media. I mean, come on. I mean, we at this point, we know what you're doing. You're essentially doing it for the attention. Um, I think that's this is this is a long way of getting to my point. So apologies. We can reopen. We can run a restaurant or a brewery, even a brewery at 50% capacity. But I don't think that people are just going to random, like are going to be in a rush to go, right? It's one thing, like Adam, you talked about, you know, your employees, you know, do, they feel, do they feel safe, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know if I want to be in that situation of going into a brewery to hang out with a bunch of other people and those types of things. Like I'm more than happy to support the breweries by going and buying their beer, which sure. I've, you know, I've consistently been doing, or that uh, I will go and get their takeout like I've been doing. I'm, I've been very diligent about, you know, Kelly and I kind of like, all right, where are the places that we like? Where are the places that we frequent? How can we contribute? All right, let's go and do that. And we've been getting takeout for the most part. And I think there is a there have been some instances in other states where they have opened up the restaurants and people made a big deal like, all right, finally, we're reopened. And guess what? Nobody showed up. Yeah. Because people are still in a mode of, yeah, I don't know yet. Let, let, let other people do that right now. Well, like, isn't actually, that, wasn't that the goal in the first place? In, like that, what, that, in what sense? To, to at least let people know, I don't want to say scare them straight, but at least let them know how serious they need to take everything. Yeah. Like, like, like that was the goal, right? And And mm -hmm. now that we've done that, now that we've effectively quote flatten the curve we haven't had that huge spike and then it's gone like hasn't that oh well changed, changed the way people people perceive things and now they're a little more cautious now they're a little more aware of their surroundings and how they're that. going to go outside i hope i hope that's the case i mean i think it's it, it another thing that to reiterate here just because we're entering into phase two doesn't mean that coronavirus has gone away it simply Correct. means that it simply means that there's a hospital bed for you <laughs> i mean that's that's really what it means uh, the the, it, the hospitals you, are not bursting at the seams with uh, with situation with the situation right. like you can go. So uh, those you know those social distancing measures should should still happen. But again, I think it's important to just go ahead and start getting these things back up and running. Just understand that I'm not quite sure there's necessarily going to be a rush to. Uh, I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, I, I'm, I mean, it's entirely possible that I'm wrong. And next thing you know, I, I start seeing pictures show up on social media this weekend or five o'clock on Friday. And I'm seeing these places, you know, there's a line going out the door to go sit down at a restaurant. So, well, that that being said, there were there was a beer release this week that that had some 
some lines and, yeah. and lack of distancing. And that that's going to happen. I think the majority is not. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to have those outliers. I think you're going to have some places and some people who are just, you know, they're going to be. I think it's going to. I think it's going to be complete chaos. I think it's going <laughs> to. I do. I, I think it's going to be five o'clock tomorrow. There's going to be people lined up waiting to be the first one to get a seat. And there's going to be lines. There's going to be people. There's not going to be social distancing in the lines. They're not going to respect one another. I mean, I've already seen it. I mean, it's it's just even as I talked about last week, as I was coming down Chatham Street last week in the front of the ice cream place. Yeah, mm-hmm. fresh ice cream, right? People already sitting out there in clusters, having their ice cream, and you can just look and go, yeah, they're not all in the same family, right? So they're yeah. not doing the things that were already asked a week ago or two weeks ago or three weeks ago. And I'm like, I got invited to a party yesterday, got a text message from one of my friends, and I have this whole group of guys down here that I really miss. I've not had beers with them or hung out with them in, what, eight weeks, nine weeks. And I get this text that, one of the friends that we don't see a whole lot is having a party at their house on Sunday afternoon and it's a birthday party or something. And they wanted to invite our other, our group. And I went, Hey man, thanks for the invite. Not sure. I'm going to be able to make it. I'm not going. Yeah. Cause I just don't want to put myself in that position right now. And I don't know. Yeah. Do I wish bomb brothers were open this weekend so I could possibly go up and have a beer or two and, you know, again, outside and there. Yeah, I do. I'm not, I'm not dying to go back. I certainly think there are some places that like bond that, that get overwhelmed with people uh, that are going to have more difficulty than others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being a certain number of people there, but you know, I know the way we're planning to police that is to have extra staff available. Um, a lot, a lot of signage, just as much CYA as possible sure. and, and doing everything we possibly can. Um, I mean, we are going to be primarily outside. There's going to be maybe four or five spaces, if any inside, which means it's all weather permitting too, for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's, that's just kind of our model right now. And that's the way it's going to gonna have to be it sucks it sucks that we, but it sucks for everybody that we're in this situation yeah, no, that's the thing I, I think people need to understand it it, it is terrible for everybody uh, at this point in time everybody's been affected by it. i mean i've been affected by it financially with uh with yeah. what i do adam i know you've been affected by it financially yeah. wayne i know you've been affected by it. everybody's everybody's been affected by it in some form or fashion financially uh and the repercussions are going to be felt for a while and i know that um, there are some repercussions that can be positive too. Uh, for instance, you mentioned Bond Brothers, uh, Wayne. You know what was supposed to happen today, as of, of May twenty first? The beer mile was supposed to happen today. Wait, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So you know, my my body actually thanks me in a weird sort of way for not having that go on. So because uh, you know, I've only been training for half. Oh, uh huh. Dude, you're never gonna do the beer mile. But Adam, to my point about what Adam, I was Adam was Adam was all talk about the beer mile. Yeah. Did you see any of the videos last week or a couple of weeks ago from uh, Georgia or South Carolina where they opened up just on the beaches and Myrtle Beach, especially? I saw some that were just in. The oh, street. yeah. It was out of control. And I think we're going to see more of that than we probably would like to see. Even mm-hmm. in Holly Springs, Cary, Fuquay, Raleigh, I think we're going to see that. I think people have been cooped up for so long 
and you've got enough people that are just ready to get out and get back to normal that they're, I mean, I had meetings today for the first time in weeks and it was, it was a different environment walking into the places where I had the meetings. Um, you know, I'm, you know, I'm keeping my distance. I'm trying to do it. And, and people come up and, and, and are we shaking hands? Or, I'm like, no, we're not shaking hands. I mean, I'll, I'll foot bump you or I'm my name elbow, but no. I'm just giving you the cheese guns. Just be like, yeah. hey. Right. It's just, I think, I think Americans have short memories. And I think we forget very quickly what we went through eight, nine weeks ago when this first started. And those first four, five, or six weeks where we all did what we should do. And then we get restless and then we step out and then we get released and then we go crazy into so, the wild. Into yeah, the wild. Right. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm yeah. wrong. Well, speaking of speaking of crazy to, uh, to shift topics here on the 919 beer podcast. And if you're watching on Facebook Live, hi. Um, I went to Raven Rock State Park this past weekend. I've never been out there. Lillington. Out in Lillington. <laughs> Shout out to John Easter. But um, get off your keys too. <laughs> but uh, actually, let's uh, before yeah, before we do that. This is the beauty of the Streamyard. We can actually uh, look at comments. Uh, from Michael, he says he went out two weekends ago to uh, which inlet is that? Merle's Inlet. Merle's Inlet. Okay, and uh, they did. They they did. They were respecting social distancing. That's, That's awesome. Cool. That there are certain places that are respecting the social distancing. But there are other places where they might not be respecting the social distancing. Thankfully, so the places when you, go, that, mm-hmm. when you go to the beach, yeah, like when I go to the beach, I go to relax. Yeah, I know. Look, I'm not speaking for everybody. I don't want people on. I, I don't want people near me. No, I, I don't want people <laughs> oh, near no. me anyway. That's what they're doing anyway. True. That's yeah. That's a valid point. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 Kelly, well, actually, it's Kelly and I have actually talked about that because you know my brother-in-law lives out in the Outer Banks. So right. I've been, you know, we've been it's talking about TV like shows, right that TV show. What, What's that? No, dude, don't get started on that TV show. <laughs> that TV show, the TV show is such trash for, for like a variety of reasons. But that's either here or there. That was the one that was filmed in Charleston. Well, because, because of HB two, it wasn't filmed in, in Outer Banks proper, and then like the whole thing is all screwy. Anyway, anyway, um, but we've been talking about like, all right, at the very least, we've had to cancel trips, you know that we've had scheduled for a long time. But I said, I, th- I figured this summer will be will be fine. It'll be it'll be just fine if we can still like go to the beach, right? But I'm like you, I think the advantage that North Carolina has versus say the, the South Florida beaches, or you know, you go up to Delaware or something like that, or the Jersey Shore, we actually have space. Like if you, if you go to the right spots in the Outer Banks, you'll have your space for obvious reasons. Because yeah. it's hard to get out there. But you know where you're not going to catch me this summer with all the people around? You ain't going to see me in Wrightsville. I know that. Right. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, hell, you ain't going to see. Well, I go to Carolina Beach because uh, some family friends of ours have a place out in Carolina Beach, and I can go park in the residential area, park at their space where they don't have a very large public access. It's right. completely away from the boardwalk area. So I could pull that off just fine. But I think for the most part, Adam, what you're getting at is people, when you go to the beach or go to the lake or something like that, they want their space. And that was the funny thing about going out to Raven Rock Park this past weekend. You're driving and you see everybody on um, out in their canoes or kayaks and things like that. Everybody had a boat or something like that. That's the ultimate social distancing. 
Yeah. But you can still get out. You can do yeah. your thing. You're on your boat. You're confined to your own little space. You're confined in your little kayak. And I think that's actually the neat part about what's going to happen this summer is that people are actually going to rekindle their appreciation for going outdoors. Right. I've never been out to Raven Rock Park, right? And it was so popular that particular morning that we went that there was a, I had a 40 minute wait in the car, a line just to get into the park. Okay. And then we enjoyed ourselves and things like that. And uh, oh, wait, our friend Megan, she's chiming in. Hi, Megan. We love, we, we love Megan. We miss Megan. Uh, Carolina Beach did not do well with the social distancing, apparently. Well, you got to go to the spot that I go to, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where that's at. I no, guess, but, what, does that, what does that mean? Like, what does that mean if I go to the beach, mm-hmm. Megan, Megan went with her kids, I saw pictures, and it looked like they had a lot of fun. Well, it's tough for Megan to social distance because she's got like 18 like, kids or something. She, she brings an entourage, man. I mean, it's impressive. She goes over the limit with just her family. Exactly. exactly. She's got to break her break her group into two. Uh, I no, no, but my question is, what does that mean as far as like social distancing? Or does that mean people are coming up to your blanket and your area and wanting to play paddle ball? Or does that mean it's just it's closer it's, than you would packed. like them? Exactly? It's packed. I think that's what she means. Probably, yeah. <sighs> probably line donuts. And the, the line of Brits donuts was probably not social distance. Oh God! Right? No, hell no. There's an article about that line. It was like it was just a typical Bridgestone line. Yeah, yeah. But uh, like, I'm I'm actually supposed to go to I'm supposed to camp this upcoming weekend. I think the facility's open, um, and that again is social distancing as well. So it's been interesting to see you know this desire to get out and go do stuff, and I think that uh, we're going to have a greater appreciation for our state parks, going out to the beach, yeah. and that kind of stuff going forward. And we're going to have a greater appreciation for canned beer and open container laws and things like that because we want to be outside while we drink. Um, camping with you, Jeff? Was that? Does your wife go camping with you? Well, I've never. Well, okay. All right. I am not a camper. All right. What? The, the extent. Of, shocker. The I would camp, have never guessed that. Right. The extent of camping that I've experienced. I have two two examples. One is Fort Wilderness. In Walt Disney World. Yeah, we're up there. Every that's summer really, I was there. And that's not really camping. And then the other was when we went out to Yosemite and we had one of those canvas tents uh, that was on a platform. Yeah, and, a yurt. You know, you know, it wasn't a yurt. It was just an overall, it was just a it was a was it, was it like a teepee though? Because I did one of those at the San Diego Wild Animal Park. Yeah, I guess kind of. I kind of, kind of, kind of. As I've gotten, as I've gotten, a canvas tent with an air conditioning unit in it. There was no air conditioning unit in it. You don't need air conditioning in Yosemite because the weather's always perfect. But um, look at this guy drinking his wine. Wait, 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 hold on a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. pause. I emptied my beer. You went from beer to wine. I was drinking Uh, lovely. It's past seven thirty. Wayne gets sophisticated. I was drinking this lovely Pilsner. Oh. And I ran out of that, so I had a glass of wine close by. So that's oh, all right. All right, fine. You do you do you, man. I'm I'm uh I'm getting through the remnants. I'm getting through the remnants of bedlam here. Well, so, so I'm working my way through all of the beer in my fridge, and I'm down to I've got uh, two of the mason jar shandies, which I told Adam I don't love. You don't like? We get it, Andy guy. I've got some uh, midnight excursion, and then I've got Modelo. And a cup of really high ABV stouts, and that's what I'm down to. And I'm not buying any more beer until I drink all that. Okay. 
Because I'm not, it's not, it's not high ABV stout or moonlight season right now. So drink that Modelo and enjoy that wine. So that's what I'm doing. Or Bernstein. Yeah. Sam says that right we now. need an intermission for. Uh, <laughs> Actually, Adam, do you Adam, do you need a refill? Oh, yeah, we'll go get I'm one. sitting here bone dry. Go, go get one. Go, yeah, go get Can one. Wait okay, I've got my. I'm, I've I've literally gotten my phone set up with Dude, my flashlight you're, you're because fine. it's gotten darker than it should be right now outside. Go, go see here. Michael's like you got it. Beer run. Yeah, go get your beer. Go get your beer. No, so um, real quick about the camping thing, Wayne. I don't know if you've experienced this, but you get a little older, you need new challenges, right? Yeah, right? I'm older, so I know. Yeah. Hey, you're you're a senior citizen. So <laughs> my the the latest challenge is like, look, I've done the beach a bunch of times, right? Um, I need something new. So it's time to explain. That was a quick beer run. It was. Man. So, yeah, I've got them in the inside fridge right now. Oh, okay. Um, by the way, I've got... I just what? refilled today on my on this this wise man collab nice. that we did. Really awesome beer. By the way, the strawberry margarita that uh, you guys were selling. Oh, that's right. You guys got some of that, did? Yeah, we got the uh, we got the strawberry margarita, and it was choice. Really, really good stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, no, so I fell, I fell down the rabbit to to put a to the bow on the, on the camping thing. Uh, we're going with some friends. Um, I've never done this before. I've been taking advantage of sales, you know, buying a tent, all that stuff. I've been on the REI like clearance website. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it what actually ends up happening is I've actually fallen in love with the gear, right? Yeah. Like there's little well, gadgets. That's how the that's how the that's how got like now I'm like, you know what? I want to make coffee with a percolator and something that's called, and I'm not making this up, a pocket rocket. Now Wayne, Wayne. Wayne, how you looking at me? Wayne, yeah. Why are we so, looking at Wayne? Yeah, because we know because we know Wayne. He's going to make it. I know he knows exactly where that's going. Anyway, so it's like this little thing that you put on a little propane tank, and you can then put stuff on top of it, and it boils like in three minutes or whatever. I was like, you know, this is fascinating. Oh, and I can get like tables. Like, how much can I pack? Oh, they have like little air mattresses that you can put on the bottom to sleep on. Oh, this is fascinating. So I'm all in on this. I'll let you guys know in the next beer podcast uh, how that goes. Anyway, Wayne, I'm like you, dude. I got to a point, just like a lot of things in our house, where let's get rid of it before we buy more of it. Right? Yeah. Like I, I did that I said that with the kids with like cereal. Like, no, I'm not going to go buy more Captain Crunch. Go finish whatever it is that you've been, you've been having. Same goes with, uh, with a lot of the beer, too. Although... I finally re-upped this past weekend. That's you know paying a visit at the Mason Jar to go get a lot of y'all beer, like uh, the South, the the what is it, the the Star of the what, South, Star Star of the South, which was even in a mislabeled can is fantastic, Adam. Um, yeah, you know, Kelly, Kelly was all about the shandy. You know, we put an we put an order in at, at Trophy because they had put the loner blueberry variant in a can, um, which Kelly was all about. So I picked up a couple of that thing, and I think I mentioned this in the last uh, the last podcast. You know, like I'm going through some of the bottles, like the aged bottles too. Because, like, why not? Like, what? Why? Why not well, go through these things? At this point? It hasn't been overly hot recently, so it hasn't been like ugh, drinking that right now. True, true. I went through all my bottles in one fell swoop, man. It's pretty cool. I'll tell you what I got last week. Um, I got a Sierra Nevada mix pack, and it was it was their 40th anniversary mix pack, mix pack, and it's just 
Pale Ale, Torpedo IPA, their Hot Bullet Double IPA, which I still have all three of them in my fridge um, because I can't drink high ABV beer anymore. And then um, their 40th anniversary Hoppy Hoppy Ale is what they call it or whatever. Oh, okay. Just such awesome beers. When this whole thing was breaking loose, Bridge and I went to um, Asheville just for an overnight. I had to yeah. go do some things kind of on the way and then on the way back. And we were supposed to be doing uh, our podcast that next day at, at Brown truck. Yep. Remember you were at the ACC tournament and everything got canceled in the world. Every, everything got canceled, but I was able to go out to Sierra and um, at least enjoy an hour and a half out there, but drinking pale ale and that 40th, that 40th anniversary beer is just really, really awesome. So I highly recommend that, that, um, the untitled art white chocolate macadamia stout. That's, wow, that's, that's there's, a, there's a lot going on there, Woj. Whew. My goodness, eat something, eat something uh salty with that. Sounds Whew. like a lot of sweetness. I'll take oh, wow. those I'll sure great. I'll take those double IPAs. Yeah, I, I have nothing against Hot Bullet, it's just it's a big beer, you know. Yeah. I, mm -hmm. Last thought my, I had. My problem, here's so here's my problem with big beers. I my Chuck Norris is pawing at the door. That's why I keep looking over there. I'm sorry. Uh, I've got this thing where I'll get to watching some stupid on TV and enjoy some beers, and then have maybe that one extra, and then think it's a good idea to have that double IPA at the end of the night. What could possibly go wrong? That's the nail in the coffin is what they call that one. Not a good idea. It's like having a couple of doubles and breaking out the wine after that, right, Wayne? Yeah, so a couple of nights ago I had uh, – because I bought the, the Dells um, – not the Dells, mm. but the um, – Oscar Blues. The Oscar that Blues variety pack a, a few weeks ago, and I got down to the Red Imperial IPAs. And I just didn't – I'm not a red imperial or a black IPA. I'm just that's not, my, that's not my bag, baby. From from Oscar Blues? Right. The yeah. the Good Night? Good Night, the green and silver yeah. can? Yes. Oh, I love that beer. So I, love I beer. two of them in the fridge. Uh, it doesn't drink like it's like a point oh seven God. and a half percent either. Oh it was fantastic. So I could yeah. do some of those. <laughs> yeah, that's a good beer. Very loud thing. But I'm like, nope. I had them and I'm like, oh, gosh, I wish I had more of these. I love that beer. Yeah. Come here. Well, I think we'll close it oh, on that. Got what, what's should, that? We have, should we do this again next week, and should we have a guest if we do it? I mean, we can. Question. It's up to you. I just push the buttons. I'm, I, what, I'm whatever. I'm just here. Push the buttons, Jay. Don't, don't mind. Yeah. Just look at your reviews. <laughs> yeah. No, that's actually you, Wayne. Oh. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, look, if you if if somebody wants to pop on be a uh, a Facebook Live on, slash podcast guest until we can actually do these things in person. Although technically we can do the podcast in person now. Yeah. You, like you guys know I have the equipment like we can gather somewhere. I'm just yeah. saying. I mean, unless you don't I'm want up to. For, I'm up for whatever, just like Bud Light. All right. I'm just saying. I mean, you Maybe you guys have gotten used to not having to see me. It's, I mean, well, it's my back turned halfway for each of you, so I mean, I made that yeah. point. I actually made that point to Adam this past uh, this past weekend about like we could just meet up at Wayne's mansion yeah. and uh, Wayne and just, we call that uh, Wayne yeah, Manor. So at the at the Wayne Manor at the Wayne Manor yeah. chicken coop. It's the chicken coop. 
Yeah, the uh, the the uninteresting Wayne Manor. But um, you don't have a back cave, do you? No, I know what you have. You uh, have you have an IPA cave where you age plenty of the uh, plenty of the elders and things like I that. Actually, no, I have nothing. I have nothing. Plenty the elder, life. elder. Yes, um, yes. I do, I do have an incredible. Uh, I do have a pretty decent wine and bourbon collection right now. Not collection, yeah. selection, I should say. Okay, all right, all right. I'm intrigued. The beer, right. the beer's getting thinner, but uh, I will be restocking soon. All right. I've been mm-hmm. using my kegerator as my beer fridge, so I'm, de- I'm debating putting an actual keg in it, which is why I'm drinking down instead of buying more. So. Makes sense. But yeah, we can do this. I don't know. We'll see how the response is. We'll figure it out. Because this is the first time we've done the beer podcast in uh, Facebook Live form. So I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe we get a good response to this, and we'll do it from here. But anyway, that's going to wrap it up for this edition of the Nine One Beer Podcast. Uh, Wayne's, what do you? So you went from beer to wine to what's next? What's after this, Wayne? Uh, it'll probably be wine for one more, and then oh, it's probably at what time? I don't have any idea what time it is. Eight o'clock. Seven fifty-four. Yeah. Super, uh, super fancy pants. Yeah, I'll have uh, the rest of this one, maybe one more, and then yeah, I got a long day tomorrow. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this edition of the Now and Have Your Podcast. Uh, now, again, we're doing this on Facebook Live, so cool and stuff, but. Uh, we got a lot of great podcasts on the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network, including a daily coronavirus update. I know it's been a big topic on today's podcast, uh, but we do a daily news brief that you can check out on the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. It's only about five minutes. It is essentially just straight information, keeps you up to date on what you're doing, on what's going on locally and across the state. You can go back to about you know going about your business, drinking beer, playing Animal Crossing, sure. that kind of stuff, uh, like I'm doing. Uh, and obviously, we have a ton of great interviews on the Nine One Nine Beer Podcast feed. If you haven't checked that out before, go uh, go wherever it is you go get your podcasts, and you can find it there. And we've actually had a lot of great conversations with local breweries who have been dealing with the early effects of coronavirus. And it'd be interesting to revisit those conversations if you have not heard them yet. Um, also, had know, a lot of good one-liners by the host. Yeah. Okay. Enough. We'll see. We'll see you all next week. I'm going to end the broadcast. You've been listening to the 919 Beer Podcast with hosts Joe Ovius, Adam Eshbaugh, and Wayne Holt. Don't forget, there are many ways you can listen to this podcast, including streaming at WRALsportsfan.com, the WRAL Sports Fan app. And you can also subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, and TuneIn. This podcast also airs Saturday mornings at 8 on Buzz Sports Radio. Thanks again for listening to the 919 Beer Podcast.